0: In today's episode, we're covering steps on how to start a business and when it is important to make silent moves. Let's go. Welcome back, you guys, to the Pursuing Purpose podcast. My name is Rashida Jackson, and this is episode three of season two, where we are talking about purposeful entrepreneurship. If you are new to this podcast, my name is Rashida Jackson. Again, I am the host of the Pursuing Purpose podcast. We're actually like in year three that this podcast has been in existence. However, this is the relaunch on a different host, which is why we're in season two. All of that story can be heard in last season of the podcast, so you can check that out. But in this season, I am encouraging you, if you feel led to pursue your purpose by starting a business, this season is for you. In the past two episodes, and in this episode, I am specifically sharing my story in episodes after this week, we will be sharing uh, stories of other entrepreneurs. And I'm so excited about those episodes. I have some amazing people lined up, and you will not want to miss it. So make sure that you tune in every Thursday, which I will say, I really think that I might be changing the podcast launch day or release day to Fridays because the point of this was to make it easier for me. And it has been challenging. I have yet to have a full off day on Friday. It has been a holiday the last two Fridays, so that's another thing um, to consider. However, um, we'll just see how the rest of the season works out, but it has been kind of challenging. So if we go back to Fridays, you now know why. In other news, if things sound a little different, it is because I'm officially recording in my office. If you've been following me on Instagram, you know the journey it has been for me and getting settled in this new house. It has definitely been a journey to say the least, and um, I'm recording in my office. However, there are not enough sound proofing sound things that my husband says are really good in this room, and so if it sounds a little echoey, or if you hear birds or other random sounds, it is because of the new space that I'm recording in. So there's that. But in any case, let's get into today's story. Today, I was going to finally share my story of how I started into business. But when I started recording this the first time, I just realized that it didn't fit in today's episode and so I think I may share that in another episode. What sucks about that is that I started off the last two episodes saying that I was going to share my story of how I started in entrepreneurship. Maybe we'll touch on some points on that in this episode, but... Um, I haven't done that and I, I apologize, you guys. I am so sorry for <laughs> uh, keeping you hanging on that if that's something that you guys wanted to know. But with the points that we're covering in today's episode, it may honestly come up. The way that I came up with today's episode was I was gonna record on some other points today. However, I was watching a episode by uh, Adrian Houghton on how she started a business and I thought it was really a good idea to give some commentary on how I feel about the steps that she gave, um, being that she is a successful business owner and I am a emerging and new business owner. Shout out to um, O.L. and Sway who taught me that term. I will link them in the show notes so that you guys can check them out, especially if you are a married person doing business. They are for you. In any case, there were some things that she said that I was like, I just thought it would be interested to give my um, two cents on and my perspective since she started a business after becoming a celebrity and entrepreneur and all of that. So we'll get right into that. Okay, so like I said, I found out this episode today by um, I was doing work and just randomly had the thought to check on Adrian Houghton's page to see what vi- uh, videos she had posted. Um, I kind of binge watch her stuff at, you know, once a month or something like that. And so um, I pulled her up and surprisingly, she was sharing steps on how to start a business. And she did the episode with her assistant, Lana, and I'll link this episode in the show notes below so that you guys can see it. This is something that was posted, I don't know, a week or two ago, and the information she gave in there was very interesting. Step one, she says, what Lana actually said in that episode was, you want to decide on a name. Now, I will say this, I always say that I'm not necessarily an expert, but I am an expert in my Experiences. And so, with this being said, I do agree with them saying that you do decide on a name. I'm not going to get into all the details of why I agree uh, on that. I will give you some hints, but um, I do definitely agree. You should have a name that you are decided on. However, I think the first thing that you should do, and the first thing I think that she did, was she um, actually started with a vision. So that's like, Before step one, I don't know what you call that, but they talked about how they wanted to start a clothing business of some sort and they just got it started and decided on a name. And so my step one would be start with a vision. I honestly think that was kind of their step one. Um, You want to make sure that you are kind of envisioning how you see the outcome of this or you are connecting it to your purpose. And that is something I talked about in last episode. So you want to make sure that you check that out if you did not do so already. That is very important because you don't want to just be out there doing random things. That's not why you're here. You're here on the Pursuing Purpose podcast because you are interested in pursuing your purpose. So make sure that you have a vision and that that vision lines up with your purpose. Then you might want to start and get a name. The reason I think this is important is because of trademarking. That is one of the things that I've learned in my journey of learning how to start a business. Like I said, I will not get into all of those details on this show, but just know that it was very important, um, for this podcast as well. Um, so you do want to uh, decide on a name. And I think I got a little bit ahead of myself when I started talking about trademarking, but we will go forward with the steps that they said. So they said step two, researching your name. One thing that Lana said, and so I said that Lana is her assistant and this is Adrian Houghton that started this business with Lana and everything she does is family. So if you watch her um, channel at like everything she does is family. And she kind of, it's interesting to watch her because Everything she does is from the mindset of if she wasn't famous at all. She does it like that. However, she does have the funds now and the influence and the exposure and the following to flesh out the things that she wanted. So imagine like you... The person listening right now to this episode, you having a vision and just having the means to flesh it out, that's kind of how she operates and literally how she thinks. And so, um, it is very interesting to see how she thinks about certain things. And she said in that episode how Lana is the business mind where she is the creative. And I totally understand that. I know my husband is very creative, and I have a sort of a business mind, not fully, I will be honest with that. Um, but I do know a lot more about business practices and I'm able to add that as a value into the things that my husband wants to execute business wise. And so that that's a benefit and that just, it it just reminded me of me and him, uh, my husband and I, our relationship in any case um it, with that being said they said to research out the name the name is uh, important to research because you want to make sure that it is something that you are not encroaching on someone else's uh copyright trademark etc um Like I said, I'm not going to explain why that's important to me on this show in particular. Maybe one day in the future I will. But um, I know that being in a, a lot of podcasting groups, there are so many, many, many horror stories of people who come on at least once a quarter. I see this in one of the biggest groups that I'm in typing out. Let's just pretend. I don't know if you guys can hear my keyboard, but let's just pretend you can. Dear people in this group, I started a podcast. I thought this name was really cool. Then I got a cease and desist letter from this company I didn't even know had the name. What should I do? Because I really don't want to rebrand. What sucks about that is that they're probably going to have to rebrand because they did not take the time at the beginning to, to research a name that was unique and that was not used. That means, and this was something that Lana said in the episode, her uh, Adrian Houghton's assistant, she said, that means you've got to do more than just researching on Instagram if that handle is taken. the silence here is intentional. (laughs) You've got to do more than searching on Facebook and making sure that you can have that Facebook page name. You have to do more than that. You really do. (sighs) Anyway, um, like I said, you've got to do more than look and see if the domain name is available. That's another horror story I heard about today. Interestingly enough, I was in my weekly room that I host, actually almost daily room that I host. It's an idea I got from Tiffany Ruffin. The details will be in the show notes. Uh, You can join us if you want to come work with us, whether that be on... Monday through Thursday and Tif- no Monday through Friday in Tiffany's room or Monday Wednesday Thursday in my room we have this pomodoro technique room where we work collectively together share the things that we want to get done and then execute them in the room and it's just helpful i don't know how to explain why it is but it is and so um with that I was talking to her about some ideas that she had, and um, the topic of trademarking came up. And I told her the same thing that I told you guys about how I keep hearing these horror stories. Right after that, I'm going back and forth on Facebook because I'm handling social media posts for my job, and I log on to Facebook and I see this major person that had a true, basically a trademarking or branding cha- uh, issue. Someone else encroached encro- encro- on their name of their brand and basically stole the domain from them and redirected the domain that you would go and search for this big name person for and redirected them to their website. They did that for them. It was pro... I don't want to say who it was. I'm going to just stop with that. But it was two major people in the social media uh, world and design world of church media. And, uh, it probably has happened to more people in that world and they easily did that. And they also were contacted by those people and asked to please take that down. And thankfully they complied, but it could have been way worse than that. That person could have been sued or a cease and desist letter had to rebrand everything they were doing. Um, essentially lost money because they invested in a domain that they don't have full rights to etc i mean they do have the rights to it but honestly that's not as a believer that's not the believer thing to do to go and take someone else's domain it's just it's just tacky (laughs) to say the least Thankfully that was resolved, but there are some areas where that hasn't been resolved and people who have had to go through way worse. And I'm talking even on an inter- international level. So you want to make sure that you have these things cleared as much as you can, or at least have proof that you are the first person that have that was using that name in commerce. You cannot just squat on a name when you're talking about trademarking. You can't just squat on a name. The government wants to make sure that you are actually using this name and you're not just squatting on it. For example, after I talked with my friend Tiffany on um, our room, We I randomly went on the USPTO website and searched uh, some things, and just to make sure that my search was working, because the the name that I put in I could not pull up, and so I was like, "Is this form working?" So I randomly put in Oprah, and I found out that Oprah's Book Club, and if uh, yeah, I think it was called Book Club, um, her trademark for that name is now dead. What that means is that anybody could come in. And use that trademark now because Oprah is not actively using that trademark. If anyone knows how big the Oprah book club was in the 90s and the 2000s, make sure that you hit me up on Instagram and just tell me that you remember that because it was so big. And so the thought to to even think that her trademark is dead on that and that I could legally go and apply for that. I imagine that Oprah's team would probably come after me, but let's put that aside. <laughs> in any case, um, you could do that because you can't just squat on trademarks. Copyrights are a little different. There is a difference between that. And I think I'm going to get in that into that in this episode, but we'll see. I think I will. It's step four. Okay, let's talk about step three. Step three is honestly what I believe should have been step one. However, you know, this is their step. So we're going through their steps. And that's the point of this episode. I'm going through the steps that Adrienne Houghton mentioned in her episode and giving my two cents on. Um, Step three is make sure that you write out your business plan. Like I said, I honestly believe that that should have been step one. Ironically enough, I think that should have been step one. However, I did not do that when I started my um, business or this podcast. Granted, I'm not profitable and I started this podcast as more of a passion project. I do have hopes and dreams, though, of making this profitable. And I have an idea of how I'm going to do that, but I've never written that out on a business plan. And like I said, I really believe that you should think of that first before even getting into the name, buying product, all that jazz. And and they honestly think that you should have a business plan also before getting into product. But I think that's even more important than setting up a business name because your business name becomes a part of your brand. And your brand is also connected with the plan of how you have Of what you want for your business in the future. And if you are not aware of what you want in the future of your business, you might name your company something that's totally unrelated to what you're actually wanting. So that's kind of putting the cart before the horse. That's my thought process. I don't know if I said this in this recording because I did record this prior, but the way that Adrian Holton thinks is very, um, relatable she's extremely relatable in the sense of she thinks like how the normal average public would think and she kind of executes from that normalcy and thinks like that but what is different between her and us is that she has the the ability to pay for the things that she wants to flesh out and she has the influence and the following to do that and so she can kind of work backwards in some of this stuff I think because she doesn't have to flesh out like audience and in different things pretty much anything that she puts out is going to be like oh that's going to be awesome so you can come up with this you know cute thing that <laughs> anybody will buy because it's Adrian Houghton and we've loved her since 3LW that kind of vibe so in any case n- little you know side note so um they also talked about in step three when discussing step three talking about how you want to think about how you can grow in the future yes you may start with one thing the thing that they were discussing in this episode is how they started with i believe a clothing line Yeah, because she also has an accessory line that's totally different. So this clothing line, they started with one thing, but now they're moving into, or they started with like purses. That's what it was. It wasn't clothing. It was purses, I think. Yes. They started with bags. Then they moved into loungewear. wear. Then they moved into like... I think even swimwear and stuff like that. So they moved into different things. And you can think about that also in your business plan. And I think that is wise to even do. Like I said, I am a complete noob in actually running a business, but I have many efforts where I've started You know, the journey of starting businesses. And one thing that I have learned in all of those efforts is that you have to focus on one thing, at a time, Akila Tompkins Robinson, whose name I got totally wrong last week. I so apologize, but I took a, a challenge with her where I won the mic that I was talking on last week, last week's episode. She talked about in that challenge when we were discussing things about SEO, because that's her whole thing. That's her, that's her world. That's her niche and, or or, whatever. That's what she does. So if you're looking into learning SEO, you definitely want to check her out. Her information will be down in the show notes as well. But she talked about when you're talking about niches, you want to have things that you're, you're, you have niches, but there's things that you're like, dating heavily, but you're not married to them. You're just kind of dating them heavily. So you're not married to this niche all the time. You get that niche good, well, and good and locked down, perfected. Then you move to other things. And so that's the thing that I thought about when they were talking about step three, I am going to have to wrap this up. So I'm not going to get into all of the points, for this episode. Um, but if you want to check it out, I'll put the link in the show notes. Like I said, and maybe in another episode, I will cover the other points, but I will talk about this last one because it is very important, which is protecting your business name. That is so important. As we talked about already in this episode, they've the uh, steps one and two kind of reflected that, but then step four. And you would think that steps one and two was enough. It wasn't, but step four in protecting your business name is so important because that's actually legally getting it done. You've done the thinking. You've done the research, but you have to make it official with people more than your mama them and your husband or your boyfriend or the people that bought a few things from you have to, you have to register this stuff. Um, Now, this is the part where I was talking about where you have a difference between a trademark and a copyright. The reason I'm bringing this up is because if you look at that episode that I'm going to link down in the description, the one that we're talking about right now, she talks about a poor man's trademark now. She is obviously in the music industry and in the entertainment industry and all of those things. And so she might have had the process that I'm thinking about. She might have had that right, but it it, it honestly didn't sound right to me. And the reason it didn't sound right is because the process that she was talking about sounded more like a poor man's copyright. And so the process that she talked about, and you might've heard this. Um, I don't know if you have, if you have not, here is what she was talking about. She was talking about going and writing out your ideas and whatnot, and basically mailing it to yourself so that you can get um, proof and date and all of that stuff that you had this concept before someone else. Okay. Um, that from what I understand, works in copyright. And she even talked about, you know, learning that in the music industry and whatnot, where copyrights are important. You also probably have trademarks as well, because you have different albums and stuff like that, and different branding things. I don't know if you trademark those things, but in the world of music, copyright is your best friend. And you want to make sure that you're doing things like that so that you, so that you have proof that you had this concept first. From what I understand, I'm not a trademark lawyer. I'm not a copyright lawyer. Um, but these are things that I've just learned in business being that I helped my husband with copyrights with his music business. Shout out New Jersey music, the intro music and the music that was on the trailer for this season are by my husband. So check out that information in the show notes as well. I've helped him with that kind of stuff. And then, like I said, I've had some challenges with things in in my brand that I wanted to trademark. So I have some knowledge of trademarking from things that I've learned if you want to show proof that you had a trademark before you have to have some kind of proof that you were in commerce and in business using this trademark and so you can mail that stuff off but when you fill out the the trademark form on the on the website they're going to ask you okay, how long have you been using this in commerce? When did you start? And I think if I'm not mistaken, you even have a a part in the application where it says, um, do you have any proof of that? And do you have do you have any proof that you were using this in commerce first? And so to me, if I'm just thinking about it, like I said, I'm not a lawyer, but if I'm thinking about it, that would be like literal receipts where I can show that I had such and such um, sponsorship, I had such and such brand deal under this business name, I had such and such sales under this business name, so forth, so so forth, and so on. That's what I would think, and so I just wanted to share that because I just think that's important, and I will scream it from the mountaintops because of something I'm not going to say right now. But anyhow, um, another thing that Lana said in that episode is that you might even be able to trademark it on Instagram for a low amount. Now, trademarking is not inexpensive. I will say that. And that's why people are probably avoiding it. And that's the reason I haven't done it so far. I do have the means to do it now, but I just kind of I'm still waiting for some other things I have to set up my LLC first and so that's another thing but apparently there are other ways that you can do it you can have a local trademark in your state that varies state by state um in fact I think that the thing that she talked about in that episode might only apply to people who are in California there is a podcast that I listen to and I reached out to the person and said, hey, how did you register this trademark? And she told me because she was in California, I did it through the state. And that whole process was a whole thing, but it's not nationally recognized. And so... Yeah. And especially since you're in California, that's probably a huge thing that people want to make sure that they do, because that is a state where a lot of entertainment and a lot of different visible brands are made and produced. And so those are things I just want to tell you the things that I've learned. Definitely consult a legal person, a lawyer of some sort and hire them so that you can get the facts on that. Okay. The other points of the episode were actually points that were talking about things for physical product businesses, which I would like to talk about maybe in a different episode. But for now, I'm going to give you the topic that I promised you guys from last week, which is something I think is kind of important when to make silent moves, especially when you're new in business. One thing that I am seeing a lot of on, let's say YouTube groups, because I, if you don't know, I was in, I currently have a YouTube channel, but um, it is not active because if I'm going to be consistent on anything, I'm going to make sure that I'm consistent on my long form content, which is podcasting. And so here I am. <laughs> okay. Um, so even though that's dead, I do not dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe your words are powerful. Even though, even though that is something that I'm not currently doing, I still participate in a lot of YouTube Facebook groups. If you haven't found out Facebook groups, are kind of my vibe. Okay. They're my vibe. And so I'm on Facebook groups and I hear YouTubers talk about, hey, when did you tell your family about your YouTube channel? I was on YouTube recently, which is why I know that this is called making silent moves. I didn't even know that was a thing. And a video popped up in my recommended feed from a person that I have watched in the past. And they said um, how to make silent moves as a title. And so as defined by me, okay, silent moves are defined as what you do to not allow people that you know, or people who are not in your immediate circle, basically the process and the things that you're doing to make sure that what you're doing is not known by the general public. And, I personally think there are different levels to that. Other people may disagree, but that is what I believe. There's different levels to that. Here are the times that I think that you should execute or decide to make silent moves. This is something I have personally done with my podcast because I think I've talked about it on Instagram, but I definitely have not talked about it on here. I made silent moves with relaunching my podcast. I only told my anchor audience. I told people on Instagram and people who follow me on Clubhouse basically know, and the people I'm in Facebook groups know about that. That's it. My family know about it, but they I haven't sent them a link, said, hey, listen, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. My friends know when I bring it up in conversation. And that's it. And if they ask me about it, I will tell them about it and tell them the name and tell them what I'm doing. But generally, I do not. Here's why. Step number one, or point number one, your family and friends aren't always your audience. Say it with me, please. Your family and friends are not always your audience. They're not always your customer. They're not always your viewer. Stop thinking that people who are related to you and have some kind of friendship level with you are obligated to support your business. Stop it. Right now, (laughs) like, stop. Okay, please. And that's it on that point. Businesses are created to solve problems. That's something that I'm consistently learning and consistently hearing. If your business does not solve a problem, that might be why your business is not producing. It's not solving a problem. And so, that problem that you want to solve, your family and friends may not need that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I always want to be pursuing purpose, period. That means that I generally surround myself with successful people or people who I look up to. Generally, I do have friends that, you know, are still kind of finding their way. So, what I look like promoting my podcast to my millionaire friend that don't need it. What they need to listen to it for, unless they're going to invest, there's no point. And even in that, they're just listening to my episode for quality sake or research and development or something. But they're not going to be a normal consumer. And I'm okay with that because I want to inspire people who were like me when I was younger. And I know that my friends are not always in that space. Now, the people that are in that space I'm I, I, the ones that I'm talking to anyway. I may share that with them. The people that know about my show, that know me, they found out about it because I, I I've been dropping hints about it. So they just followed the hints. But everybody that wasn't interested, they didn't follow, and that's okay. They weren't interested in that, and that is cool. That's really cool. So. This episode is getting really long and y'all know I don't really produce super long episodes. So I'm going to start wrapping this up. Step number or point number two, you might make silent moves if you are testing things out and you're in beta testing mode. You don't want to honestly put out things that are not going to work. You have to test it. And that's something that, um, Adrian and Lana talked about in their episode as well. You want to make sure that your, your things are going to be quality. So in that process, everybody may not hear about it because it, it you ain't trying to put it all out there like that because it's not done. It's just not. And so there's that. And point number three, avoid avoiding negativity and criticism when you don't think that you are currently strong enough to handle it. O.L. and Sway, which I have listened to um, for at least the last week or so they had a challenge. And then the week before that they were in a clubhouse room. And so, um, one thing that O.L. talked about was making sure that, you know, your limits, basically. I don't think he said it in that way, but you know, your bandwidth. Okay. I know, especially with the things that are going on in this world, especially with the things that are going on in this world currently, as I'm recording this, I have just read about some very disheartening things, extremely disheartening um, that's going on in our nation. And I have to limit myself to how much of that I expose myself to. I expose myself to enough to where I'm aware of what's going on, but I can't constantly ingest that. Like that's not possible. And in fact, it's it's so much of an importance to me to make sure that I'm not ingesting too much of that, that I might even delete... Um, Instagram off of my phone so that I make sure that I'm not doing that or give access to my phone and my login and stuff like that to like my husband and whatnot so that I can monitor that. I have to make sure that I am in a place where bandwidth wise, I can handle that emotionally. Now, when O.L. was talking about that, he was talking about you know just executing things, but he was kind of talking about mentally too. But it was all about business and all of that. And so with that being said, I'm relating this to emotionally. If you know you are a highly sensitive person and you're somebody who can't really handle the criticism like that, you may not want to expose it to everybody right now. You do have to be realistic in what it is that you are putting out and make sure that, you know, you just putting it out there is you me just putting this podcast out there. I'm yielding myself or I'm making myself available to criticism. However, for me anyway. I'm throttling that a little bit by making sure that I'm only, you know, sharing this podcast and this show with people who fit into my niche, and also the same with family and friends. So my family and friends would definitely support me. If somebody came on that was a family or friend that criticized my show negatively. And I knew that I'm a highly sensitive person, especially with all the things that are going on. Even that affects me too, just to be honest. And they say, hey, you might want to cha- change X, Y, Z, A, B, and C, one, two, three. And I'm not ready for that. I might be hurt about it and not be able to handle it and quit. I've had friends who have decided to do certain business, um, ideas where their family did not agree with it. If you don't think you can handle that, it might not be the right time for you to share that with everybody. Okay. Um, there are people in that YouTuber group who share that they want to be a YouTuber and that they're actively pursuing that with family and friends. And they tell them you really need to stick to having a real job reason number one, I didn't tell you in the first place. (laughs) And that's the thoughts that's going on in my head. I wouldn't share it with them because you don't see it. You, you can't see it. And you're, you're prematurely killing the vision that I have. And all of that could have been aborted or avoided. Let's say that avoided. If I, knew my personal limits and knew that it was probably not a good idea to share my vision and my thoughts and my dreams with everyone's. Okay. Okay. At this point, we're at least 10 minutes over my normal 20 minute mark, but I did want to share about these things. We'll see if I come to steps. I don't know. There were a couple other points that I wanted to share about too, but I didn't get to. They were really good points, but we're going to end this episode here. I'm so excited about next week's episode. We'll have Janice Gross on the show. That interview was so, so good. You guys are going to want to hear that. So I'm probably going to try editing that after I edit this one and post it. But if I don't get to it, it's okay. Make sure that you tune in next Thursday because that's when that episode will release. Um... That's all, folks. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.